0: Betches Media presents Betches Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids, because you'll literally never be alone
1: again. Hello and welcome to the Betches Moms
0: podcast. I'm Aileen, and I'm Brittany.
1: And what's up, Brittany? You have been away. I'm so excited to catch up.
0: What's going on? If everybody's been following Betch's Moms, which I hope you are, you will have seen that I was with my family in the Bahamas and... Um, It was really fun and exciting. It was definitely really nerve-wracking leading up to that day and it took a lot of mental preparation to travel with the two of them, but Mm -hmm. it was great. We'll definitely dive into all that, but how have you been?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, so I'm excited to talk about that for today's episode because I personally, I'm going away in a couple weeks for the first time and bring Mila. I haven't even got the flight yet but (laughs) talk about procrastinating um because i am so overwhelmed with like the preparation like she's she doesn't have clothes for this weather so all of that stuff so we'll talk about that later so that's gonna be today's episode um but yeah your trip looked fun you were there for like what three days four days
0: we were there for six days
1: You were there for six days?
0: Yeah. Well, there was like two travel days. We went from Um, Wednesday to Monday. Oh, Wednesday. So five
1: days. I see, I see. That's awesome. I'm also excited to get away, but I feel like going away with a kid is not like truly a vacation.
0: (laughs) It's a different kind of vacation. I feel like because you're still able to hopefully turn off work a little bit and spend time with the family. It definitely feels like a vacation, but it's not the same type of vacation without kids.
1: That's true. I can't turn off work, so
0: <laughs> but I don't. I don't
1: have podcast. I'm not going to be recording podcasts in right. meetings. So at right. least there's that. But yes, yeah, so we'll talk about that later. What's new? Well, you know, Mila just throwing me curveballs left and right. So we, I, I told you, I we, we took her out of the Merlin suit. I was yes. working with the sleep coach, which, by the way, we're having her on on March seventh. Susie Giordano's episode baby coach, a.k.a. author of 12 hours sleep by 12 weeks. So I hired her for like a consult. And so since then, we Mila's no longer in her Merlin suit. She is in a sleep sack. And then has since turned, started sleeping on our side, which turned into sleeping on her belly, which yeah. gave me the most anxiety of my whole life because she would, In the beginning, she would not turn, like, she didn't want to be on her belly. Right. So she was, like, freaking out.
0: So she would roll over. I was going to say, Jack went through the same thing. Like, because they learn how to roll over, and they can't roll back over, and they're not used to being on their stomach, especially in the crib, and they're like, what the the fuck is happening? Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, and she was, like, fighting it, and I was stressed out because, like, the minute I would leave the room, she would flip over and start crying, and I'd be like, oh, my God, help me. So then I would go back. I would help her, like, because at that moment, I could not let her, like, I was trying to let her figure it out, but she wouldn't figure it out. So I flipped her back or, I like, helped her, like, relax on her side because she was comfy Mm -hmm. on her side. Mm -hmm. And then over a few days, she... Com- comfortably sl- now loves to sleep on her little belly Aww. which is still scary because and I asked my pediatrician she's like you know once they have the strength to roll there's obviously less risk of you know the scary four letter five four letter word but SIDS but yeah. the risk doesn't it's like it's still there for a, up until a year but obviously if, if they have the strength as long as you're not putting them to bed on their belly
0: right It's less risky,
1: but anyway, so I'm still freaking out.
0: And (laughs) she, you're um, probably not getting the best sleep because you're just thinking about that the whole time.
1: No, I'm not getting the best sleep. And she also like will now wake up and starts like crying, and I don't know why she won't flip back over. That's not a thing. So once she flips, she
0: stays. She'll like, honestly, Jack literally went through the same thing. And I feel like it on- it probably took a good month for him to stop freaking out about it. Yeah. And then I think, I don't remember who told me this. I don't remember if it was my sister, if it was a sleep coach. I truly don't remember. They were like, just let them figure it out. And I know you were saying you were trying that. Yeah. And I feel like towards the end, I let it go a little bit longer and longer. Like as we do everything, giving them a yeah. little, little steps to figure it out. And now he will only sleep on his stomach.
1: Yeah. I I let her figure it out. Like she. Yeah. She. When I noticed that she wasn't like going. I mean, everyone says you figure out, you know, your baby. When I noticed she wasn't getting on her like full arms. Right. She's starting to like kind of ease into. Yeah. She's doing (laughs) yoga in there. (laughs) Like, no, sort of easing into it. Oh, and then she figured out how to turn her head. Mm-hmm. like cuz she was refused to turn her head and i she, i wish she wouldn't let me cuz she kept like slamming her face like <laughs> into the mattress
0: it's <laughs> like dude turn your head that's not comfortable and so it's always just like a thing there's <laughs> always think, something
1: but i know that that there's not there's never going to be a time without a thing and that's just reality yes. and such as life with a child and it's not supposed to be easy that is that is it. <laughs> so I'm just in the ex- accepting mode.
0: Yeah. And that's what you could do. And I know exactly how you're feeling. And I think that's what it comes down to is accepting. You have to just like put a little bit of trust in them that yeah. they're figuring it out and like, it's natural, and we're there to support them and all these little things. Um, but it's scary, especially as a first-time parent. It's scary because all these things are especially new.
1: The, yeah, you're for the first time, and you're like, I have no idea. I don't know what to do. And right, but I, I, I'm, I'm with the whole like they're trying to figure it out. They're learning something new. It can't be, it can't be like just like easy for them. It's like probably so scary. I know. So so sad. I know. Oh, but she's so cute when she lays on her on her face on her arm. It's like truly the most precious thing. And then this morning, like she obviously woke up earlier. But then when I went into the room, she just like didn't want to get up. She was just so relaxed on her comfortable. But you know, she also.
0: Mila had some digestive issues, right? Like she's on the Alimentum, so she was gassy yeah. and everything. So it probably feels really good for her too to be on her stomach.
1: Yeah, probably. Oh wait, also.
0: Oh, we have to the talk recall! About the
1: fucking recall! Oh, that don't too. even. Oh my Speaking
0: god. Speaking of
1: digestion stuff, we need to talk about that. That was crazy because we you were you're, you're using Alimentum, right? Yeah. Yeah. All of my can't. Okay, I saw somebody sent it to me that morning. I was like, God fucking damn it!
0: Another thing. <laughs> I, the formula and, mom posted a really yes, good thing on it.
1: Yes, that, that explained it sent all. Me that.
0: Yes, and I was like, Oh!
1: And Rossi's like, Oh, you know, it's fine. It says like you has to meet three criteria, like it has to be have this letter and it has to be this and it has to be this date. I was like, Oh, okay, that's not so bad. Let me just check. Okay, can one, it's in the recall. Can two, in the recall. Oh all of my, my cans. And they're so expensive. And I was panicking, but thank God I had a pediatrician appointment that day. But, and she gave me some, the Neutrogen, Neutramogen. Yeah, Neutramogen. Because it was
0: like the equivalent, but not like by Abbott. What You were on vacation though when it happened. I was on vacation and I'm, I saw it as I was getting into bed. And here's the thing, Jack was always on the ready made, so I oh, okay, but I weaned him onto the powder because traveling with like ten bottles of ready made wasn't going to work. So I yeah. um so we I actually did bring two bottles of the ready made with me as like a just in case situation, and I was giving so I was giving him the powdered, and when I saw it, I was like, this sucks because. Whether or not my cans are recalled, there's literally nothing I can do about it. I'm in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. I can't just switch his formula. He has a milk protein allergy. I can't just find Elementum somewhere when you can't even find it in the United States. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just, I was like, you know what? It does say it's it's an optional recall. There was, it was like so, over precaution. It was over precaution. And the formula mom said it was very, very unlikely for your child to get sick. So I really yeah. just leaned on that. I didn't. Check my cans because it was in the room that my kids were in sleeping. So I was just like, I'm not going to freak out about it. I'll check it in the morning because there's yeah. nothing I could even do about it. And I gave him the ready-made. I che- my cans actually were not in the recall. Um, I don't think. I never put them into – I know you could have gone on the website and like put the numbers into like double check. But based on what I checked, they weren't in the recall. But then once we got home, I just stopped giving him powder. Now he's still just back on the ready-made. The
1: ready-made yeah yeah it was is so nuts because like so many things were in that recall so many and like it's baby formula like it's baby food like i know that's such a scary scary thing but yeah so i had to switch the powder because elementum is also like there's there's a shortage yeah no one could find it and like my my had my in-laws drive to like long island city to go pick it, pick up a bunch and it, and also any anywhere you did see it, they jacked up the prices to like $40, like a small um, can.
0: The small can, okay, so the cans yeah. I bought, the only place I was able to find them was CVS. They're the small cans that make 11 8-ounce bottles for one right. can. I think I bought four of them and it, it was like $50 per can. I spent $200 on four cans, yeah. which was yeah. asinine. It was like a week of food. Asinine, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's so insane. So I was like, okay, so this is maybe a gift, like a sign that I'm switching to something that's yeah. more readily available. It's the same yeah. with the exception that it has probiotic. Um,
0: that's good.
1: So anyway, so I don't know, maybe like these digestive yeah. issues are happening. Like she, she's, poop is not regular. So I'm like, I just, I can't. So I stopped all solids and I'm just focusing you on getting her. solids? Right now while she's switching formula. Is that like what the pediatrician Just a couple said? days. No, but I have this sneaking suspicion her stomach is upside down. Um, yeah. So I'm not feeding her like solids right now because I was giving her okay. oatmeal and I was like, maybe there's something in there. So I'm like waiting till she's regular yeah. and then I'll bring back solids like next week. What and if you
0: stopped the oatmeal and just gave fruit and veggies?
1: Either way, like I won't know. If yeah. she's having a a, a reaction to right. the food or whatever, so I just right. wanna like uh, you know,
0: yeah, you want to fresh make
1: start. a ba- make it a baseline everything is okay and then add back yeah those the foods, so we'll
0: see. That makes sense, but it's God, it's like always something. I know, like we. Uh, us parents of babies, we don't need this. We don't need the formula to be recalled. Let's not do that again. <laughs> let's just that not do fun, that. That was fun, but let's again.
1: not. <laughs> oh, that was like an unnecessary day. But anyway. I'm if you guys are feeling that so many people message me like, oh, my God, I'm so mad. Like I had to go to midnight like Walmart run. I had to go to like all everybody going crazy because there's like all the specialty formulas that were recalled for like that were very specific for like specific needs that
0: just nuts, nuts. The formula mom also recommends using the generic brands because she said there really isn't any for anybody listening that still having issues like even finding anything that the generic brands at like target it's all the same shit basically yeah and um she thinks they're great to use as well well that's good yeah my,
1: i think part of my um my formula is covered by insurance so i had yeah. to cancel a massive order of the elementum
0: and i switched it and it came right quick. yeah mine's on insurance too but, oh, because so now you're just going to do the new trauma gen. You're not going, you're not going to switch back to Alimentum.
1: No, because I couldn't find it anywhere. Right, right. All right. Let's talk traveling with a child oh or gosh. two children in your oh experience. Yeah. Um, As I said earlier, I'm going on a trip. So I also have a lot of questions for you. We also have a lot of listener questions. Yeah. That came in, because I'm sure, Batches and Moms, you were getting so many DMs on that account about like everything so that you used, brought, services, like what did you do, what time, like all of the planning. Que- I have question number one. <laughs> question number one, go. Do you buy a
0: plane ticket <laughs> for a kid under one? If you want them to have their own seat in a car seat, then Yes. Did you do that? No. Is that if, like
1: frowned upon or not frowned upon?
0: I, like, I feel like this, like, if you all the guidelines and like the safe things to do, everyone's going to say they should be in a car seat, in their own seat. It's it, there personally, and every single baby. On the flight, there was literally a bajillion kids on our flight. It was like half kids, half adults. I didn't see one baby in a car seat. I think it's personal preference. I think it's whatever you decide that you feel safest doing. We decided that we were going to hold Jack because truthfully, Jack hates his car seat. He freaks out and cries every single time he's in his car seat. So that really wouldn't be pleasant for anybody. So yeah. we held him, did not purchase him a ticket. You just have to mark off that you have an infant traveling with, with you, you. Because he still right. needed a passport. His cute little passport pictures. Oh, because you, you went to the Bahamas, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So it still needs to be documented that the baby is traveling with you, even if they don't have their own seat.
1: If you're traveling within the U.S., what do you use as identification?
0: I don't think you need anything. But don't… I, Maybe you need a birth certificate, but I feel like you document all that when you're putting it all into. the flight. When you're buying the flight, yeah. Okay. So
1: you went to the Bahamas. How did you choose that,
0: please? So we chose the Bahamas because we knew that we wanted to go to Bahamar because they just had opened up a water park there. And they have so many different activities there that we knew Oliver would have. A ton to do and would be very entertained there it was also a short flight we just didn't yeah. want to go to florida which was our other option we wanted to go somewhere warm it, we, we no this trip kind of came up out of stress noah and i were laying in bed and we were like we need to get away this is it was like the peak of the last covid wave we we're like we need to go away we need to do something where are we going and we were like let's go to the bahamas okay done and we kind of didn't even look into the COVID restrictions or anything. We just knew that we were going to the Bahamas because we wanted to go to Bahamar. But then, like once we obviously started getting into, it, we're like, "Oh, we need passports!" So we had to expedite both kids' passports. Okay, and you look like, and was and you said you brought your mom or yeah, you know his mom. So my mom came. So at first when we booked the trip, it was just the four of us going. And then we were talking to my mom and my stepfather one night. And we were like, we're kind of freaking out about traveling with both kids. Like, do we bring someone? Like, no, that's so expensive. Like, how are we supposed to bring somebody? And my stepfather was like, oh, your mom should come. And (laughs) we were kind of all laughing about it. Like, yeah, that would be so fun. And my mom was like, no, like, I would love to come. That would be so much fun. And then we left, my mom was like, if you're serious about me coming, send me all the flight information, and I'll book it. Like, I would love to come. Yeah. And we were like, okay. And, you know, it was really more, like, up to Noah, like, being that it was my mom. I was excited about it. For him, it's like his mother-in-law, a different situation. Yeah. And he was like, no, like, I love your mom. She's, like, a really easy person. Like, she's not intrusive. She would be a huge help. And so, yeah, she came. And she was really helpful? Super helpful, um especially with Jack just because like she loves walking around and stuff so she like well we really actually like did all the walks together because it was nice to spend time with her but if I ever wanted to spend time with Oliver and Noah she'd be like oh I'll take Jack for a walk or if I wanted to go into the pool with them she'd be like I'll hang out with Jack so but honestly I also like it was so nice I definitely felt bad like I didn't want to treat her like a nanny because that's not what she is, so I didn't want to just yeah. be like, "Oh, here, here." So I feel like you know, there. It was only if it was really, really necessary where I needed to be like, "You need to take him," and I need to do this. Otherwise, yeah. I was, I was. I'm sure really she was offering a lot. a lot. Yeah, she was offering.
1: Yeah. Okay, so in terms of like packing, yeah, my dad moved to Naples, so in Florida, so I'm gonna be, we're gonna stay there for half the time and then go to a hotel. Okay. So at least when I know I'm gonna be with him, like. I can send stuff to his house. Yeah. Um, so that said, though, what do you like? What are the things that you would say you I, you need for traveling with a kid yeah. and also a toddler?
0: So I think because you're traveling domestically, and this is what I've done with Oliver in the past, because we had only ever traveled with Oliver to Florida, we. Brought what we needed with us for a full day. So a full day's worth of diapers, formula, food. And then once we landed in Florida, we went to a Target and bought everything we needed for the trip. Like huh. diapers, wipes, formula, like milk, whatever it was for the rest of the trip. So I knew that I, I, might, I probably bought – I actually probably brought with me on the trip enough for a day and a half because that's what I did this time. And then – so since we were going to – Bahamas and that's not something we were really able to do I packed a carry-on of diapers and formula and food pouches for Jack and then in my I brought like a I have a book bag diaper bag I put all the things I needed for the day his bottle oh and I also brought one of his lunch boxes so I had enough food bottles pre-filled with water I had a travel pre-measured out powdered formula container um like oxo or munchkin sells them do you have one no (laughs) okay so uh, you'll need i'll send you a thing it's literally a little food container it looks like and then you pre-measure out your four scoop portions into each little thing you could turn it's like one bottle it usually holds like two or three bottles worth it's really really helpful just dump it in so I had all that ready to go and then I also we actually brought two suitcase carry-ons and then our second suitcase carry-on had snacks for Oliver for the week because the kid <laughs> a eats. suitcase
1: full of snacks I, is, is, I, is a dream
0: <laughs> I wish I was lying about that but I literally packed a suitcase full of snacks for Oliver because that's all he wants ever but then also we put like toiletries and stuff like that that's what we mm-hmm. use that for but yeah I feel like That was key in traveling with both of them, was just having the carry-ons to put all of their food and snacks that we couldn't really purchase there.
1: Oh my God. Okay. So in terms of like clothes, because I'm assuming Jack didn't have, I mean, he doesn't have like summer or whatever, that warm weather clothes yet. Right. So what did you do? Especially for his size, and he's going to outgrow it by the time like summer
0: comes. Right. So luckily I have – uh, five nephews. And they're all older than they start at like a year older than Jack and go up. So I had hand me down. So I really didn't need to buy anything. Okay. I bought a couple of swimsuits. Uh, because if like the ages didn't match up, where things didn't fit him. Right. And he's also little. Um, so I had to buy him some swimsuits and like You know you just want to buy a couple of things that you think are really cute so like is there
1: anything that you feel is like you need to have for anybody listening
0: for warm weather yeah not really I think that you just want you want to have maybe little rompers because they're easy like little t-shirt short rompers they're easy to put on and off um bathing suits honestly you don't even necessarily need bathing suits you just need swim diapers I guess that's the number one thing you need swim diapers if you're going in a pool and one (laughs) thing to note about swim diapers because I did not know this when Oliver started wearing them they don't hold pee they only hold poop they're not two diapers yeah because they don't that's what makes no but that's what makes them like waterproof is that they don't hold water. They don't hold liquid. So they don't hold the pee. They just hold well, It's like pee- liquid poop. <laughs> then that's gross. But it's, <laughs> it's 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 really there just to hold poop. So I remember the first time I put Oliver in a swim diaper, I was holding him. And I was like, why am I soaking wet? Because I, <laughs> I gone to the beach or something that day. I'm like, putting him in a swim diaper for the day. No, 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 no. You put them in a regular diaper until they're ready to go in the pool. Oh, you switch. Yeah, you switch.
1: Oh, interesting. Literally had no clue. Yeah. That's a good tip. Just going back to the travel question, like I saw you posted like this, like travel, OXO, like drying rack for bottles. Like was there anything else that you said that you feel like you absolutely need? Like I'm assuming a pack and play you asked yeah. for in a,
0: from the hotel. So ask the hotel if they have a crib. Most hotels have cribs. If they don't, you'll probably want to bring a pack and play. I did bring my own sheet. It's not necessary. I just felt more comfortable. You could bring a mattress pad because a lot of times hotel crib mattress, mattresses aren't that soft. Depends where you are. One mm-hmm. trick I learned that I've done with Oliver before was putting towels down underneath uh, the sheet to make it softer. And it also depends on their age because obviously you don't want too soft if they're really little. Then also, I brought a portable OxoTot bottle cleaner, which is like it opens up and it's a drying rack, and it comes with it like a a bottle brush. And then I brought bottle soap in a in one of the like airplane safe containers. And um, once how many I, bottles did you bring? I brought four bottles, so I brought enough bottles for a full day so that I was able to then wash them at night. Another thing is like a lot of people were asking, how do you sterilize bottles? You can buy sterilizer steam bags. They're bags that you literally put a little bit of water in and then you pop them in the microwave. But if your child is over the age, I think of like three or four months, you don't have to sterilize your bottles. So as long as you're using warm soapy water and like thoroughly cleaning your bottles and letting them air dry, There is really no issue and you shouldn't freak out if you can't sanitize your bottles. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want it, you could get the sterilizer bags. Same with like pump parts. I also… I obviously wanted to bring a ton of toys, but I could only bring so many. So I filled up a book bag for Oliver that was kind of like his activity bag for the plane. And I went through the dollar aisle at Target and I bought him all different types of, you know, like they have Disney coloring books and the scratch paper that has like the rainbow in the back and it's like the black with a scratch thing. Remember those when uh-huh. we were little? Like that, little um, Lego things to play with, a bag of Play-Doh, crayons, little trucks. Just a, I put a bunch of snacks ready to go in his bag. Just all little things that I could find. You could also, if there's like an amazing savings. I know that might be just like general to my area, but there's like dollar stores that you could find. in the to- <laughs> Yeah. Like kids don't care what they are. Like as long as it's, and everything yeah. was new so that he's never seen it before where he's like, oh, this is really cool and exciting and Mm -hmm. like color forms, little magnet boxes – And he was able to play with those things in the morning or when we were getting ready for dinner. So there was always something to keep him occupied. And then for Jack, I brought – it was a little bit more difficult for him because I never really know what he's going to want to play with. But I brought Mm -hmm. a teether that I could attach to his clothes. He has like a couple of toys that are really random, like the foam bath toys that he really likes. So I brought a couple of those. And I brought one of those toys that you could like stick that like suctions onto a table. Uh-huh. And you could play with. That's like all I really brought for him. And, oh, and I brought a touch and feel book. You know, we love the touch and feel yeah. books. So those were definitely all really helpful. One, another thing that I didn't bring that I was pissed that I didn't bring is they make placemats that you could stick to a table. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever seen them. But they're, there's literally like tape on the edges and you stick them to the table so that you could put – well, Mila isn't really like – Grabbing food yet? No, yeah. But Jack, Jack is so you know he's at the point where like all he wants to do is grab food. So it was really hard for me to do that because I did, just didn't trust any surface. Yeah. So I would definitely bring that if you have a baby old enough to to put food on the table, grab stuff. Yeah, yeah. and bibs and yeah, cloths. bibs and cloths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you also if you don't have a washer and dryer. You could bring, you know, X amount of bibs and wash them in the sink and then dry them. Right. Right. Oh, <sighs> <Whew>, Okay. <laughs> it's a lot. And let me tell i and I'm, I'm not kidding. I had to have a therapy session before I went on this trip. I was freaking out that I wouldn't be able to do it. I was freaking out about waking up early, getting on the plane. Like it's not easy and it's totally normal to feel overwhelmed and freak out about it
1: i haven't even admit i'm gonna admit something i haven't carried like mila in my like a carrier yeah um and because like when she was little she like really hated it and she was too little and so to my mom kept saying like giving me homework like <laughs> practice this week practice this week yeah and I like just kept postponing it because it was like something that's in your head that you're just like overwhelmed by but I did it this morning and she loved
0: it <laughs> she loves it. it's probably like being close to you
1: yeah she at first she was like and then she was like I like this <laughs> so yeah I feel like that's a, a mini lesson in all of the things that we're sort of scared or overwhelmed by like just yeah it's a not that, that, that at all is comparable to traveling because it really requires so much planning. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like, as long as you have the food, you can buy stuff wherever exactly. you go.
0: Exactly. And I kept telling myself that. I was like, I have the formula. I have the bottles. I have snacks. We're good.
1: What about like big items? So I bought a travel stroller. Okay. So we're going to bring that. What yeah. do you do about car seats?
0: Okay. So for car seats, in the past, I had traveled with a car seat for Oliver. The base too? Yes, I did because my car seat needed a base. Um, There are some car seats that don't need a base. You buy like a travel bag and a lot of them you could wear as a book bag. And it's just another thing that you carry with you and you could check it at the gate or you could check it with everything else. For this time around, we opted for a car service to take us to the airport and then there was a car service that we used to take us to the hotel that provided us with a toddler car seat and an infant car seat. That's great. Yeah. So we opted for that. Some people might not be comfortable with that because they don't know what the car seat's going to be. And I will admit it's a little nerve wracking because you you don't really know, but... They were short car rides. Um, yeah. And it was, fu- they were fine. They were safe. Um, but I think that could be personal preference. There's also Baby Quip, and it's baby gear rentals. And they have them all over, I think, certain, even, even some international places. It's not just domestic. So I would look into that because you could rent. Everything, Strollers, car seats, oh. pack and plays, literally everything. I think even But toys. I could rent
1: – but I could rent – I mean I could bring my
0: car seat, right? I can check. Yes. It. Yes. You could bring your car seat, but for anybody and, listening – But I heard – I heard though like planes destroy those things. I think it depends. Like yeah, you can't – you don't know who's handling your car seat or your like stroller. throw like, shit around. Yeah. I mean it's a – it's definitely a risk. I think it's – but also, you're gonna you're putting your car seat in a car like a special bag. Like you're not just putting like it's not just like a naked car seat. You'll have it in a special bag, a travel bag. Also, with your travel stroller, you could most likely bring it on the plane because they get small enough to be size like my. When I just had Oliver, we traveled with the UPPA Baby Manu, and that went small enough to travel onto the plane. This trip, we took my sister's uh, baby jogger GT, which is the side by side double stroller. It's not a travel; it's huge. It's not a sounds travel like a truck. <laughs> I know it. It's basically a truck. It's very heavy, but we gate checked it. It saved our life because it's just like the best napping stroller ever. It you could it late the seat goes flat all the way, so Jack just took really comfortable naps there, and that's what I wanted to have. But yeah, that's why we didn't bring a regular trip, travel stroller this time. But you'll be fine with bringing it on the plane.
1: So another listener question is, what were the COVID testing requirements for your trip?
0: So we had to, because we were vaccinated, we were able to do rapid testing. Or else, if you're not vaccinated, you had to do PCR testing. Okay. So we did rapid testing and it had to be – Within five days of travel. Kids two? Kids over two. Kids over two. Okay. Yeah. Or kids over three. I think honestly Bahamas changes their guidelines a lot. So it might be different for anybody traveling like even today. Like I I heard that that they change right. it all the time. So we all did rapid tests and then you had to go on to their – the like bahamas.gov or something like that and you basically had to apply for a health visa and it sounds really intimidating but it's not you basically fill out a bunch of forms and you have to upload your vaccine information if you have it your negative tests your flight information if you're traveling with children like a, a child doesn't get their own visa or page they're part of you and then you upload everything within three days of traveling and like right away I think like a half hour later we got a thing that we were accepted Mm -hmm. and then once we got to the Bahamas they rapid tested us the second day and then they'll rapid test you again on the fifth day and then they rapid test you again the day before you leave do you pay for all these tests no, they're free unless you want a PCR test. And so you have to do it. So it depends what – ho- like our hotel hosted all of this. So they were able to – we were able to do it all there. But depending on where you go, like I don't know how it works. But where I was, which was SLS, Bahamar, they had a testing site there. and okay. That's convenient. Yeah. So also because the fifth day was the day before we left, we only had to test twice while we were there. And then in the case, again, this is specific to our hotel, but in the case that we did test positive, they would Mm -hmm. host us there. uh, It was complimentary to stay there. I think however long it was, I don't know if they're doing like five or 10 days. I think 10 days. um, And they give you $150 in food and beverage vouchers a day. Um, And then... You, so you could choose that or you could choose to be flown to U.S. mainland because they don't check if you're a your COVID test, if you're flying within the United States basically. Or you could like get a car home or whatever. I don't know where you live. But um, <laughs> I don't know your those, <laughs> those are your options. But I did I, – I really – it was comforting to know that we wouldn't be like left out in the dark if God forbid we did test positive. And also another great thing that I loved, I'm like – COVID crazy. I won't eat inside restaurants. Like, I'm so crazy when it comes to all that. I, it, it spikes my anxiety. So I would just rather not put myself in those situations. Um, I, yeah. have, I have been a lot more lean in because also I just decided I need to live life a little bit. But yeah. um, going there… Because I knew everybody was being tested like every day basically and you had to be negative to actually get there. I felt so safe being in the restaurants and being around so many people because it was crowded. Like essentially I – like everybody there was negative for the most part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hoping that their test was accurate. So I did feel really comfortable about that. Especially with the kids not wearing masks. Right, right, right.
1: Okay. We have another question about traveling with kids on a plane. So, what are some tips for having a baby on your lap? Also, I'm going to add on to that in general like when flying, what are just tips to do? I I've heard that you should fly like during a nap time. Yeah. You know, feed them right as you're taking off so they're sucking.
0: Do you have any other tips for like
1: the rest of the flight?
0: Yeah. So, I pretty much so I did that. I both of the flights were during Jack's nap time. He fell asleep on me for about like 45 minutes both times. I also like in a camera look like what were what was he in? He was he wasn't in anything sitting on my lap. He was just
1: Hold, sitting on my holding lap. <laughs> I was just holding
0: him. Yeah. So we did that during his nap. And also I didn't obsess over what time it was to like feed him. So okay. I tried to stick to it, but if he was being fussy on my lap, I was like, okay, maybe you want your bottle. I'm just going to give you a bottle. Like I was not really thinking about, oh, we can't give you a bottle. It's not 11 o'clock yet. I was just, whenever he was fussy, I offered him food. I offered him water. I offered him snacks. I offered him his bottle. Um, I literally just, I offered him everything and, and any rule that I follow when I'm home just went out the window. Jack <laughs> loves loves his water, like he. I was, tastes, when do you give water to world. a baby? Six months. Oh, I can start giving her water. Yeah, you would start giving her water. Like they don't need to. They could start practicing. So, the I my favorite cup is the Munchkin. Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's the Munchkin cup, and it has a weighted straw, so it doesn't matter if they're lifting it up or anything. And it's also it it uh, restricts flow, so it's not mm-hmm. like a full flow straw. Um, those are Jack's favorite too, and he just loves drinking out of it it's his it completely entertains him and he loves puffs, which I recently started giving him so that really just oh and he loves veggie sticks which is a new thing for him so that just like (laughs) made it very easy uh when are you flying you're going next month in like two and a half weeks (laughs) oh two and a half weeks so she won't be eating crackers yet no like the teeth and crackers okay um yeah I would just say like get like offer her her bottle and you could even try the water now as like a distraction for sucking on something, whenever. Like don't feel like you're glued to a schedule.
1: Right. Okay, so that was my other thing. Another question was like sleep schedules. Like how do you, I know you're saying it goes out the window, but what do you do when you get to the place? Yeah. How do you sort of adhere to the
0: schedule? So the first, I feel like travel days are weird. Um, Like his napping was all off. His bottles were all off. Yeah. But it leveled out. Like he went to sleep around like normal time when we first got there. And Mm -hmm. then the next day it was kind of the same. Like we would wake – he would still wake up at normal time. He would get his 7 o'clock bottle. He would get 8 or 8.30 breakfast. He would – we would go for a walk at 9 or 9.30 for his nap. And then like – Pretty much, like, it was the same thing. Like, he would get his bottle at 11. He would have lunch at 12. But there were also days that, like, I think our last day, he fell asleep in the stroller at, like, 10.45. And he usually gets Mm -hmm. his bottle at 11. And I was like, okay. So he'll get his bottle when he wakes up. And he got his bottle at 12 and he had lunch at 1. And it's just, Mm -hmm. like, is what – like, it's just – I was like, okay, it'll – balance out and we would go to dinner our reservations would be at six o'clock and Jack usually gets his bottle for bed at six o'clock so the way we did that was I would give him his bottle at dinner I didn't put him in his pajamas at dinner which I guess I really could have to make it easier for me but it really didn't matter he was dressed for dinner I gave him his bottle at dinner And then I would put him in the stroller and like rock the stroller a little bit and he would fall asleep. And every single night he woke up before we got back to the hotel room. So I would lay him down on the bed next to me and like rub his back. He would fall asleep and then I'd put him in the crib. And then this by this point it was like 8 o'clock. So he really wasn't getting into his crib until 8 o'clock, sometimes 8.30 every single Mm -hmm. night. And I just didn't stress about it, and he still woke up at six thirty, and he was still fine the next day, and we just tried again the next day. Yeah, and and then I was worried. Yeah, it is what it is. I was worried that when we would then that when we got home, he would be expecting me to lay on a bed with him and rub his back, but he's been completely fine.
1: Right, and and it's fine when you're home. You're saying
0: fine. I put him in his crib, and he goes right to sleep just like normal. Uh,
1: I'm going to ask one more listener question before we get to our other segments. In terms of flag one security, what can people expect? Like with formula or milk
0: or um, just like with the kid? Yeah. So if you're TSA pre-check, they won't even double check any liquids or anything. Like if you're wearing a carrier, you don't have to take it off. Um, It's a lot easier. I am not – pre-check but my husband is and so it made it a little annoying so with but mine expired too <laughs> it did so yeah it yeah. makes it a little annoying but you you are like tsa guidelines for traveling with baby food and formula is not the same as traveling with liquids you're allowed on the plane with more than i think it's like 3.4 ounces of liquid mm-hmm. they just take whatever it is and they put it in like a machine. Which you could – if you are against that because they are like checking in and some people might not be comfortable with it, then you could have them – I've done this once before because I didn't want them to do it with my breast milk. They take like – they basically test it. You have to like pour a little bit out into something and they tested it with a paper. But they don't okay. have to put it in to like to contaminate the entire bottle. You just pour a little bit oh. out or whatever. Yeah. And then also once they tested it where they just held something over the bottle. I don't know. Maybe it's like, a an, <laughs> like an, an air comes out of it. Gadgets. Whatever. So yeah, Got they'll it. just do that and it was like totally fine. Gave me no issues with all the liquid. I even went on with a water bottle for Oliver the only thing that was like horrible and so annoying was in the bahamas coming back oliver uh, jack was sleeping in the carrier and they made me take the carrier off while he was sleeping and i Ugh. almost flipped a shit but um so i don't know if they would do the same thing in the united states they probably will i think it also depends on who's checking you um But yeah, you will have to – I would just try to keep it as light as possible with what you're traveling with because on the way back, we kind of had a lot of things floating around like sweatshirts and snacks and whatever and it made it really complicated. So just keep it as light as possible.
1: When you're wearing a carrier in like an airport, like is your kid not just like so overwhelmed or like overstimulated by all the people? Do you cover him with
0: anything? No, he was really into it. He was just looking at everybody. He thought it was so cool because he's never been in public like that. I think every baby's different, but Jack was yeah. totally into it.
1: I think this is just me who's overstimulated by people in an
0: airport. <laughs> yeah, it was really overwhelming, but it's honestly he was actually in when he's into we were it. when we were going, I kept him in the stroller. On the way back I had him in the carrier. Got it. Okay
1: well guys that is all of your questions my questions email us moms at betches.com or you can dm at betches moms if you have any more we will definitely be posting some um what are we posting links links to yes. some products yeah. yeah um i think it's saved on a
0: highlight anyway All right, well, I hope that was really helpful for all of you. Um, continue to email us and DM your questions. I try to answer all of you as much as I can. Um, okay, well, now we're moving on to No Mom Guild. And this week we have a listener submitted one, which is really exciting. Um, don't forget that you can submit yours as well. And Aileen, do you want to read this one?
1: Yes, and submit them at moms Okay, so
0: yes. – Hi Brittany and Aileen, love you ladies.
1: I started listening at the very beginning of the podcast but slacked off as I recently was struggling with the fact that all of my friends and acquaintances could sneeze and get pregnant while we tried for many months but picked you guys up again as I just got a positive pregnancy test crossing my fingers. It sticks, yay, congrats. My no mom guilt moment is with my one and a half year old who we only have allowed minimal screen time and yet she's obsessed with Tico from Encanto and Bruno No, no, <laughs> This week has been a struggle with extra first trimester fatigue and nausea that nobody knows about and a sick husband. My toddler watched Encanto every night this week and I'm not even mad about it. Sometimes I even throw in a little Daniel Tiger instead of listening to Tantrums in the afternoon. <laughs> I have found peace with this version of sanity. Thank you for being your Honest and Authentic Selves, a Betch who talks a lot about Bruno. <laughs> I love Bruno. I, I just watched
0: it with just me and Rusty. <laughs> you ha- you <laughs> have to. You have to understand the mom memes.
1: I want to know what everybody's fucking talking about. But also, Rusty and I like um, animated movies. <laughs> we went to the theaters to see Moana. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. I love that.
1: <laughs> but this is a good one. How She's do you good. feel about the the screens and stuff?
0: I've said so many times that you, especially now, like you are, you're pregnant, you're sick, there's only so much you could do. Like give the kid his screen, like he just, whatever, it'll be fine. (laughs) And you know what? Daniel Tiger teaches a lot of life lessons. I don't know so, who that is. <laughs> you will eventually. I love Daniel Tiger. There have been times where I'm like, you want you want to use your hands? Let's put on that episode of Daniel Tiger and see what he has to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> what is Daniel Tiger on? Uh, PBS.
1: Oh. Um, why doesn't anybody talk about coco melon anymore? <laughs>
0: I I really okay. Is there a counterculture you know to cocoa melon or I, are against it? I'm against cocoa melon, but to um, a bitch who t- who talks a lot about Bruno this week when we were in the Bahamas, if Oliver was ever in one of his moods, I let him watch Coco Melon, and I never mm-hmm. let him watch Coco Melon. So there are just times that we have to do what we have to do to keep our sanity.
1: I love it. It's real. Congratulations, or crossing our fingers too for you. Um, Bet you talked a lot about Bruno, and that's it for this week's No Mom Guilt. Again, if you guys have a No Mom Guilt. What it is is something that you either want to share that you feel guilty about and you just want to get it off your chest or a moment where you feel like you should have guilt but you know what? You don't and you are fine with it like this betch over here. So share, send them to us. It's moms betches.com and just put in the subject No Mom Guilt. So, Brittany, that is it for this episode of Betcha's Moms Podcast. Guys, don't forget to rate, review, follow us on Apple and Spotify. Again, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us. It helps us do our, jo- our jobs. It's not just me and Brittany here who are doing the show. We have a whole team who works on this show, and, it, and all those reviews are not just for us. It's for the team. It makes everyone feel really good about the show that we're putting on together. So, again, leave us a review we'd love it and email us your I'm I momsters L- send us your shit my kids say send us your no mom guilt at moms at betches.com and follow us at betches moms you can also follow me at Eileen. and remember there are no rules on this podcast I'm not like a regular mom I'm a cool mom right Regina please stop talking